You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 81 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Office Apps and Services MVP, Adnan Amin. This is Christian Buckley with another MVP Buzz Chat interview, and I'm here today with Adnan. Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, it's good evening, uh, evening, evening. here. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. A little bit of a time difference, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost. I think you are working in Eastern Time Zone, or? Uh, no, I'm in uh, in Mountain, so it's 10:40 uh, a.m. It's uh, now here. It's 10:40 p.m. Well, yeah. There you go. We're at the opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. there. Well, well yeah. Adnan, why don't you introduce yourself, who you are, where you are, what you do? Yes, sure. My name is Adnan Amin, and I am, I'm here right now in Lahore, Pakistan. I am uh, I having over 15 years of experience of working on Microsoft technologies. I am MVP for Office and Office Apps and Services since 2015, and I am also Microsoft Certified Trainer for the uh, last 11 years. And I started my career as a developer on on .NET, and then worked on ASP.NET. And at the end of 2008, I started working on SharePoint as a developer. And I did a lot of custom development on farm side development on SharePoint 2007 version, and then 2010 did custom workflows using Visual Studio, and then worked on SharePoint 2013. And now for for last. Uh, almost four years no not four years five to six years i'm working on sharepoint online and uh, i i have experience of working in gulf region for a couple of years where i did uh, many projects for for government and private sector and then uh, for last five years i'm working with us-based companies working remotely from here in pakistan and for different customers in us so it's a totally uh, change for me from Pakistan from working on Gulf region and then now US based customers. So I have explained this change between both regions. So basically you're just never sleeping and always online. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I feel a little bit of that. I, you know, I, I mean, there were, there were times where I had clients in Australia, New Zealand, as well as in Europe. And I had, my team was spaced all over the world. And so there was literally, there's always a conversation. There was some meeting that I needed to be in around the clock and it wasn't possible to, to do all of that. But it's, uh, I, I managed for, for a couple of years. Um, uh, well, so for one year, I managed a team in uh, Ahmedabad, was involved with the product management wow. team. Um, and so that, that's, that was difficult. I was in on the West Coast in the U.S., um, that was five days a week with meetings that started at 10 p.m. Uh, but it's, it, it's, I mean, it's an adjustment. So you, uh, you know, you sleep at different times. Yeah, actually, uh, at the start, it was a bit different for us. But in normally in Pakistan, we also going to sleep at around 2 a.m. 2 a.m. according to Pakistan time, which is around 2, 2 p.m. PSC. And sometimes it takes to 3 p.m. 3, 3 p.m. PSC. So at the start, it was quite a bit, uh, not that uh, crazy for me, but uh, after now it's almost six years for me 
I'm working as an offshore consultant, and uh, I'm quite used to to this time zone. And because I, at daytime, I, if I get up early, then I can do my personal stuff, like going to the banks and other areas, which were not easy for me earlier. Because on working days we were we were busy with customers, but now yeah. I have a different time zone for working and different for personal work. Well, that's that's uh, it, it's funny. So I've been working remotely um, for over a decade as well. Uh, and, uh, and people would complain about the commute and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Of course I would leave the house and go run errands in the middle of the day or, you know, late evening. And so I would never Maybe. hit that commuting traffic. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, so it was, wasn't a problem for me, but. Yeah, that's the best thing because one of my office was the time zone in the midday. Oh, and at that time I do not get any traffic. And when I'm going back home. There was zero traffic on the roads. I was the only one running, driving at the speed of 100 yeah. kilometers. I, I don't have to say that on, on here. But, yeah. but that was, in, and whenever at that time I get stuck on traffic, I just see that how this, all this traffic come from. Yeah. Because I haven't seen that from for past yeah, many years now. Well, so you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I did the commute. Uh, so I, I'm originally from uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. And I did for a decade, I commuted over most of that time to the peninsula. And when you had uh, the economy took a dive back in, uh, you know, 2001, 2000, 2001. And uh, I mean, there was a noticeable difference. I, I was commuting every day, you know, both ways, probably two and a half, three hours I was spending in my car. Uh, and, and so it was enough that I, I could see there was a noticeable difference in traffic, how much faster I was able to get to the office and, and all that. Anyway, it, it, that's, that's fascinating. <laughs> we can talk all the way about, about the commuting life, but what are, so what kind of stuff are you working on? Are you predominantly working on SharePoint related things th these days or kind of what's, what, what's, what are you working on? What's kind of the latest, greatest technology? What do you, what interests you today? Actually, uh, the interest is different from what I'm working these days because the, uh, the work which I'm doing is the requirement of the customers. Sure. But um, that's also one of the area which I like to work on, like working on SharePoint and SharePoint and SharePoint for the customers, showing them different new activities, solving their issues, their fulfilling their requirements on SharePoint. And um, for past two years, I almost stopped custom development and any type of custom development, whatever, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing, giving solutions from out of the box. I mean, if I need to add some workflows for performing, add some zero code solution, I start um, work, uh, do those things using workflows and, and for the end user, that's just like that. It's, they are just using the front end. Well, then, and, so that's, I just in maybe this is kind of a, there's a distinction there. It's like, are you, are you moving to the out of the box capability uh, because it is satisfying the needs of the customers or is it because the pain of managing and maintaining customizations is so much more difficult? Cause I think this is still a question that's out there for a lot of customers. Obviously Microsoft, they have their perspective. They've been trying to develop out of the box capabilities and for them to support a platform that has uh, the, all the complexities of all of these customized solutions on there and be able to support a platform that enables all of that, it's easier for them to be able to support when their clients are using more straightforward out-of-the-box capabilities. But is your experience that those out-of-the-box capabilities are, are meeting the needs of your customers? 
Yeah, actually, this is uh, the thing is that because I have done a, too much custom development from farm-based solutions to sandbox solutions and then client, see some client-based solutions like client scripting and playing with XSLT. I played everything almost. Not and I haven't. I have installed Shimmer framework for working, but I haven't uh, developed any solution on that one because I uh, the way that. On on Office 365, the things are changing uh, every day, and whatever the code we are doing on, and uh, the first thing is that what I uh, I always work with the customer that what he actually needs, and how we can fulfill the same requirement in with out of the box available solutions, and we force customer to go with the out of the box solution and. Uh, we and we soon tell him tell them the advantages of using the out of the box solutions and and the customers get conveyed and this is the difference which i have seen the gulf region and the us based region on gulf region it's very it's almost not, not possible to encourage users the business users to to not go with the the customizations because they need extensive uh, customizations but in us which i experience with all my customers they are ready they are willing to go with the out of the box whatever the business uh, custom requirement they have um, we can handle that using workflows at the back end yeah like moving some managing some metadata specific metadata requirements or if there is this, uh, like there were some requirements for the you know, customizing the list views, which is already now available in modern UI, and which is much more easier to ma manage for the end users also. And for that, I have to write down the custom JS, you know, uh, link JS. I have to work on the link JS. But now I don't have to do any customization. I'm just and especially the modern UI uh, made it very easy for me to sell the out of the box components. Well, that's that, I, I guess again. That's the the argument. I what I tell clients that they say, well, it's like, well, the you know, SharePoint is really changed. It's evolved over the last couple of years, and you're not able to do all of the level of customization. It's like if your business requirements are such that you require custom solutions, you can still go build those things. Uh, the I think it just comes down to. Uh, for the core capabilities that you need, if you can leverage the out of the box, it has more to do with, as you say, the rapid change, all the innovation that's happening, especially with SharePoint Online, that you will constantly be doing break fixes on those customizations um, because of the, the pace of change. Um, wouldn't you rather, if you can get 80% of what you need with the out of the box, and then go focus your customizations on the the workflow, the business process design um, on on the front end, working with the the data that's coming out of the system, and not going and creating your own flavor, your own version of of SharePoint that that extensive you know customization. Yeah, it's it's just a different architectural approach to building a solution for your organization. Actually, the thing which I notice with the customers because they do not have experience on SharePoint, and for them it's still a, a, a new product. And whatever I'm telling them, the capabilities which I'm showing them, they are they are okay with the available functionalities, all the available functionalities. But what if I'm going if I push them for customization, they are willing to go for the customization because I have experienced this in past where um, we were used to um, ask them to because that will earn, earn us more more business 
because with the customization, we do the out of the box uh, configurations and then we uh, start working on the customization. We can um, give us one to two months more business on, on those things. And whatever the changes are coming up after those customizations, that's uh, even more uh, even more business. But managing those things are not easier for us because uh, it happened. Uh, I have seen customers which are coming to us that uh, that someone else who worked for them did some customization and those customizations are most of the time are just the content content management that how they yeah. they are using sliders and things and and with modern ui we don't even need the proper branding and yes there is requirement for the customer still the requirement for the customer that they need proper branding from their sites and we have to go still go, have to go with the classic uh, interface Right. But uh, that's um, uh, that's not. Uh, I would say that uh, a very big change because those are already we did lot more too, uh, too many um, branding projects and those are very easy easy customizations which can be done. But uh, um, for the past uh, almost two years, I haven't done any branding. Just for the sessions which I spoke on, um, I only show them the how to do brandings and things like this. Right. But but I personally want to do customers, custom working on SharePoint and because I know the, the power of uh, graph APIs, I want to use those on my SharePoint web parts. How can I can get the capability, get the advantages of those things. But till now, I haven't got any, any technical customer who needs, who have those needs. Because yeah. I want, so those are the areas which I'm just extolling myself for the sessions only. For the workshop only with with the community, but not on the practically with the customers until now till that. Well, it's uh, well, you, you know, I think there's uh, you know certainly in, in different regions and you have different kind of uh, your regional re requirements and needs and and at one point they'll catch up and it'll be you'll be working on all that stuff. I mean, guaranteed. Well, I'm sure you'll start seeing that very quickly with your U.S. customers as well. I mean, a lot of the uh, latest greatest features you know the the most exciting features are all you know graph based capabilities so um okay. so whether or not you have active projects it's it's a good time to be kind of catching up and learning about this technology and be ready for that when that wave hits with your clients actually i'm doing that thing, that thing because recently i i organized three microsoft boot camps in three different cities of pakistan Mm -hmm. And one on one, I participated as a speaker, and there I I take all these uh, things that I'm working with Microsoft 365 APIs, that I'm working with Graph APIs, Team uh, Board, Microsoft Board, integrating that on on Microsoft Teams and all these things. Because uh, for me, uh, working on SharePoint and all these APIs, it's just like a fun that you, every day we learn a new thing and just testing those things and it get done. Right, because in previously when we were working with SharePoint farm, we have to do, we have to set up a separate farm. You can see it in my back if you can see the uh -huh. server there. Yeah. It have multiple uh, multiple farms for all the SharePoint versions, and which I do for testing. And we need and you need the pin for the SharePoint development that you need. You at least have a farm SharePoint farm where you can do some testing. And for this one, I just only need a browser. And uh, a small, uh, um, what, if I have my working workstation or not, even I, if I get a lab system, I can easily do start working on those things. So that's the capability which I have shown the power of the modern development to my during my sessions uh, in, in the recent ses sessions, and which personally uh, I really like because it 
it's helping me to, it no it uh, giving me a lot more capability to do more and more things without any hassle yeah well it, and you talked about something too you mentioned that uh, running the boot camps were those like the official the like the microsoft uh, 365 developer boot camp the microsoft sponsored boot camps yeah. or is that Okay. Yeah, those. Yeah, there were four boot camps we organized uh, in Pakistan, and um, for for two we got the proper uh, sponsorship. For, but for the remaining two, because on those cities the subways were not available, but uh, in one city well, I'm, we were able to manage uh, the catering to Microsoft, and for one we get the local sponsors. Yeah, the, there's because I run those here for my my region as well. And uh, great responses for those. So we're we're making them just part of our annual process with the the other events and things that we go have going on. So it's great that you're able to put those together. Are you involved with any other community events? Yeah, actually, uh, I recently organized uh, one uh, actual AI bootcamp. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, I sp- I spoke to Microsoft Teams because I don't have expertise on those areas because in past you, you know that in past five to seven years the technology has totally get changed. Yeah. the new things came in and so um, but um, but uh, locally i I'm, I'm very much active with the local communities from different universities and and i I'm going, I'm going to engage with the academia and giving them pins on the sharepoint on the the workshops on sharepoint and sharepoint online and microsoft 365 capabilities how they can start working on sharepoint at least they can start using sharepoint as a as a um, person managing documents, because on yeah. all the universities, they already have the license of Office 365. So right. they have the tools. I just told them, tell them that how you can get the advantages of the, those tools. And I haven't used Microsoft Teams, so some, I think uh, here and half back, but when I started using it, I I shown that on during my sessions, that how easy it is it is to use and the, the audience got very uh, very, very pleasant that happy that to how to use the, in this tool so it's uh, i i got very good response from the events uh, recent, all my recent events because in some of the events we have the audience over 100 um, participants that's so great that's, um, that, that's really good especially for those boot camps that's uh you know and i know that there's uh you know to be able to, Microsoft has gotten, I guess my point is Microsoft is getting really good at um, helping, uh, uh, you know, community experts um, like yourself to want to go and put on an event on in a specific topic area. Like you have community sponsored things like is the Azure Bootcamp, which was started by MVPs and, and regional directors that yep. are out in the community members, uh, you know, like Magnus based out of, uh, 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 Sweden helped put that together. I know there are other people involved with that one. Like SharePoint um, Saturday, we can say. SharePoint Saturday is a great example of that, where it's purely yep. community-driven. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been involved with SharePoint Saturdays for 11 years now. Uh, you know, since wow. Uh, you know, I got involved at the end of year one, and uh, and so yeah, this is this event that we're doing. Ours is happening this week um, here in Utah. Um, we've moved ours to Friday and we've rebranded it as Microsoft 365 Friday. I have seen your posts. I have seen your posts yeah. on that one. Yeah, and it's, it's, our registration numbers are up. So we're excited. We're gonna, we think we're going to get uh, you know, probably 40, 50% more people um, attending this year um, with that move. But, but again, it's not just about SharePoint. It's all of the other technologies. So we have, we have six different tracks 
Uh, and Azure's a track. We have the Power Platform as a track. Teams is a track. SharePoint, of course. And then we have like a business user track. And I think a developer track is the sixth one. Anyway, but it's, uh, yeah. you know, it, actually, it, it, uh, it'll be great mm -hmm. to share. We're go, we'll share the data out, uh, you know, following the event. Yeah, we organized two SharePoint Saturdays uh, in past in 2015 and I think 2014 and I think 2016. And Michael Noel and Joel came for the for the SharePoint Saturdays. For the 2016 SharePoint Saturday, Joel was unable to attend because of the flight delays. He, he got stuck at uh, Istanbul, and he reached uh, uh, Lahore for, for only for uh, two hours. And he joined us for the dinner. For, the, for, for eating biryani, he said that I missed the shape on Saturday, but I don't want to miss the biryani of Pakistan. Yeah. So, so he came there and then after within, because he just came from airport to uh, met us and then went back to the airport for, the, for his next flight. That's great. Yeah, there, there's, uh, it's fun doing a lot of that stuff. I, I, I loved, I'd love to get back over to that part of the world. I've not been to Pakistan. Like I mentioned, I've been over to, to India a couple times. Um, but yeah, I just, we are, I, I did last year. I did the keynote for Ahmedabad. I've been to Ahmedabad. That's where my my team was out of. Um, but I was able to do that virtually. Um, and it, but there were a couple, uh, you know, Americans that were over there that were in the audience, friends uh, that participated. Tom Daly uh, and Mark Anderson were over there, which was great to see. Well, um, but uh, you know, you never know what could happen with some of your other events. I might submit. <laughs> Yeah, actually, these virtual meetups and the, the remote working make it very easy. Just like right now, I'm sitting in this room and working for the for the customers in US. It's making very easy for us to reach to to connect with the with the other part of the of the world yeah. and working them together. And even with the with these events, even I organized an event in uh, in Pakistan. I think those, that was a five years five years back. And Zlatan, you might know him. Yep, He's I love working, Yeah. I asked him because he, we worked together for a company. So I, told, I, I asked him that if he will be available and he came, he came online at midnight for speaking to the community. So it's really great that for engaging people from the, from the other part of the region and asking them to give keynotes and sessions yeah, on the... We're doing a lot of the same things, more and more webinars. Like, webinars. like I just had uh, Ragnar Heil out of Germany just did a webinar for our user group locally. Of course, anybody, it's a webinar, so anybody from around the world, if they're awake, can join. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's in support of the local community here. We're trying to bring in speakers who can't fly in. We've got uh, Tracy Vanderskip is the, this month, February, is going to be joining us from South Africa, from Johannesburg as well. So, um, you know, we'd love to you know, have you. We should uh, figure out an abstract and find a time and have you uh, talk to our, our team as well. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, uh, and, one thing, and um, one, one thing I want to add about the SharePoint thing, that because I was, uh, I started, I was working on, uh, I just want to tell you that uh, because I was working on uh, development site, like working on C Sharp and SP.NET, and at that time, I was just looking, focusing on, on, on projects only. But when I started working on SharePoint, the best thing which I learned about the capabilities for the, the companies is how we can help them to improve their productivity. Right. The, thing which I, the best thing which I learned from SharePoint was that uh, working with the business processes. What is a business process? How to re-engineer that business process and then working, automating that, those business processes. For me, uh, SharePoint giving me a different way of learning. Just like, it's not just a tool for me. 
it giving me a different scenario from the company's perspective that how they can uh, they can improve their uh, their productivity how they can manage the teams the best the thing the shape and is for because sometimes people only think take it off as a as a management tool uh, as a content management tool or make, managing documents but there's a lot more things which um, I personally learned from uh, from SharePoint. Well, it's interesting. I, so I used to ask a question in sessions that I would provide where I'd ask, uh, I do on the admin side of, of SharePoint, a uh, number of sessions and topics around that. But I would ask that question of, you know, what is the purpose of, of like your role in deploying your know, SharePoint? You know, or what, what, are you, what are you trying to accomplish? And the number one answer was like, uh, well, you get the, well, my, my job is to deploy um, SharePoint, is to make sure SharePoint's running. And uh, the other, the most popular answer was, well, trying to collaborate more or better. And I'd say, well, all right, so that's your goal. I said, that's correct. And then it's also completely meaningless. It's a platitude. It's, it's that, is that your goal is to stand up servers and to make sure that software is, is staying running on this. So if you're in a uh, data center and an operations management type function, maybe that is what your, your goal is. No, but the goal of deploying SharePoint of using the technology is that whatever your business yep. does, that you can do it better, more efficiently, faster, at a lower cost, with fewer resources, whatever those, those things are. It's amazing that it's, it's like um, somebody who is out there, if all you're doing is working to put food in your mouth versus I have extra, I, I'm able to work and relax and save up and then do other things, it changes your life dramatically. And I agree with you. SharePoint is a lot like that, where it's once you get past those basic features, a lot of clients, they experience this where they, once they get those fundamental things met, then they kind of take a breath and they say, oh, I said, yeah, we met the needs. Here are my five requirements, but actually three of those requirements are outdated. It's actually not what I need but they never get that perspective because they're just constantly focused down at meeting those basic needs. So once their lens of understanding is opened up to what else is possible, and then they're able to kind of advance and grow and mature in, in their collaboration technologies. It's, it's just, it's, it's exciting to see how business can change when you get past just answering those basic fundamental needs. Yeah, actually, the best thing which I noticed with the Dubai-based customer that they have a business process, manual business process, which take around 28 days to complete. And when I I have I studied that business process which they have, I I worked with them to re-engineer the process to identify who are the actors for the processes, mm -hmm. and and differentiating the activities, and then uh, they have a big roadblock that their managers, the top management uh, were flying most of the time and they do not get time to sign those documents. Then uh, you remember the feature that lazy approvals yeah. uh, on it. So I told them that it's uh, in the tool you are already using at the backend. It provides you a feature with the lazy approval. And when we implemented that, uh, I just we uh, automated one business process for them. And that process has taken only five days to complete because they have, and when one person is not available, we added the acceleration and things like that. 
the management got very much happy and they then asked us to um, that there are 29 more processes which they want to automate because it have uh, increased their productivity and for the managers they are seeing the output on their fingertips right. that was a big thing which and that is just the power which i learned at that time in that was back in 2009 and the, this and that that was the thing which i learned at that time that how uh, can be can improve the productivity of company because at that at the start of the project i was just doing going went there to implement sharepoint yep and when i came out for them that was a uh, successful project for, but for me that was a big learning for me that how i i worked to improve their businesses and how and that on changed my perspective regarding sharepoint and then i always tried just like i told you that i'm working with the customers for past two years and forcing them to get the maximum capabilities of which are available out of the box because i know that they can easily fulfill their requirements which are from the out of the box available tools if they have any custom requirement yes we can do customize those requirements also well it's it's uh, certainly it's a much more compelling uh, uh, story when you're a consultant um, whether independent or working for a firm to, to, to say that, hey, we were able to deliver the requirements. You asked for these 10 things, we built these 10 things versus to be able to go in there and say, yeah, we built to the need. We did it slightly different. Here's what we did that actually improved the speed of your delivery. We, this efficiency, we saved you this money. To be able to go in there and when you start to, again, show how they, you're transforming people's businesses and making them more efficient and, and doing it better. So it's 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 not just taking what a client want you know, is asking for, but it's improving on that and saying, hey, we found these inefficiencies, so we built it, gave you what you need, but also made it more efficient. Um, that's yep. a, just a much more compelling story as a consultant. You're going to win more business. You're going to they're going to want to give you more work to do, um, yep. other things to go improve. Yeah, well, main very, thing is yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, main thing is the trust of the uh, trust of the customers, which we get from uh, from those, these type of activities. That when customer get uh, uh, get happy with uh, um, and get more business from this, uh, and we all automatically get more business from him, or we get referred to other uh, other organizations also. This is how we are winning uh, multiple customers. Exactly. Well, let's. I, I don't. I know that we're we're over time on this, but you know, people want to find out more about you. What? How do they reach you? What's the best way to get in touch with you to find out more about you? Yeah, they can find out me on Twitter at Adnan underscore Amin, and I also blog at mstechtalk.com. So they can follow my my blog also. And uh, and we'll provide. I'll provide a link of both of those things. If you go out to buckleyplanet.com, you'll be able to find, of course, uh, the the interview with with Adnan. I'll have the video of the podcast and links to your uh, blog as well. Well, Thank thanks you. a lot for your time today. Yeah, you're welcome.